You are listening to Ken Lavica live on ESPN 1063. Well, hopefully we never see what we saw Saturday in Copenhagen again in the Euro Soccer Tournament because that was jarring, it was potentially scarring, and it could have had uh, the absolute worst outcome possible if not for heroes that were in attendance at that match. Uh, Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel, and uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. I mean, across the board, wherever you get your podcast, search Ken Levick alive. It's right there for you. And subscribe to it, get it right to your phone, rate it. And make it your own. Make it one of your family. Watch it like a hawk. And also love it and hold it to your sports bosom. That's the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel Podcast, wherever you find it, your podcast. Well, um, Saturday, I uh, it was the first full day of Euros. And uh, Coquel makes fun of me a lot for being a soccer fan and soccer guy. And uh, this is one of the reasons. Like, I love the Euro soccer tournament. In case you don't know what the Euros are. It's called Gyro. It's no, 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 Euro, E U R O, and it's not a gyro. The G Y R O that is Euro as well. <laughs> Don't be that guy. That that made me angry on two different levels. One that you interrupt me with a stupid joke, and two that you tried to give me the wrong pronunciation of Euro <laughs> as well. That was the rare double piss off. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. That was really well done. Um, but. It, in the, the first half of this match, uh, Denmark and Finland on Saturday, Christian Eriksen, who is one of the better soccer players in the world, and I want to stress not that this matters, but I think this is what made it hit home maybe a little harder for soccer fans, is that Christian Eriksen is a household name. He played for a number of years at Tottenham Hotspur, um, uh, helped them to a Champions League final. Uh, now he just won, he won Serie A uh, this past year at Inter Milan. Um, well done, by the way. Uh, but he, and you knew it as soon as you saw it, something bad was happening. He is just running by himself, about to take a throw in, and he stumbles, and he falls, and he doesn't get up. And the moment that everybody knew something bad had really, truly happened is when the camera cut in close on him, and his eyes are open, and he is white, and he is not moving at all. And that was when the referee waved uh, desperately to the touchline. That's when the captain of the Denmark team, you could see him starting to try and clear airwaves, and it was abundantly clear that there was a life-or-death situation unfolding on the pitch. It actually turns out that Christian Eriksen's heart had stopped, and they had to perform a, a defibrillation on him on the pitch. They, And I don't know why they did this, but they showed on the television feed the shock being delivered to his chest, uh, but he is awake, he is alert, he is in a hospital, and disaster was averted. But that's the first time in a long time I can remember seeing something like that on international television with millions and millions of people watching, and it, it stuck with me and haunted me all weekend because he was for all intents and purposes dead his heart was was stopped he was gone i texted you during it which i'm sure first you were probably surprised that i was actually watching yeah, soccer I, I was i was i went to be a good teammate this was on my son had finally left the room so i turned off octonauts and i was like all right let me put this on let me see what this gyro soccer is all about 
So Zero. I started watching it, and it's like the first 10 minutes of non-USA soccer that I've ever watched, and dude dropped out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is all blood sport. Um, like I had no idea this is what happens in soccer. It was literally, I was so disturbed by the whole thing, and I'm only making a joke now because that's how my family deals with funerals and death anyway, right. and luckily that's not where we're at. But, like, it was really, like, when you saw him falling and his eyes started rolling in his head while he was stumbling forward, was really really hard to watch them. yeah um and i just I, I guess i'm curious how other people consumed it because the way i consumed it was first horror and then secondly like corresponding with coquel about it because coquel was legitimately like when he says like i i i reached out to to ken to discuss like you were in shock like it was uh, i mean it, it, he was dead there was there was no expression in his face whatsoever so i'm just curious for those who saw it or at least the aftermath as well at euros christian erickson's collapse and then subsequent resuscitation on the turf i mean again you have life-saving personnel medical personnel who are trying to save someone's life trying to bring someone back from the dead in front of thirty-five thousand people and millions of tv viewers like just just think about that how did you consume that with christian erickson over the weekend 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 and to the point you were making coquel about soccer and those things happening in soccer they actually happen more disturbingly often than you'd like to Why? see it's the nature of the sport because there is so much running and there's so much start and stop and start and stop um in basketball you're running in a sh- in short bursts on a short playing area in soccer you're covering miles and miles and miles per game i guess it's like a marathon but with sp- yeah with it's sprints mixed in honestly it's sort of like it, it's sort of like a, a 10k on steroids like that's the best way to probably explain soccer and so this has happened previously um the last time this happened was actually uh two years ago something like this happened where a guy who's currently playing for the netherlands uh he collapsed on the pitch he got um an implant put in that is supposed to monitor irregular heartbeats and then he collapsed on the pitch in august because it went off because it detected an irregular heartbeat and that ended up saving his life but he's playing in this euro tournament but he was saying that he almost couldn't play yesterday when the netherlands played because christian erickson was on his mind i mean you've had deaths on the pitch in 2012 in Italy, there was a player in Serie B, which is the the second division okay. of soccer there. Uh, he had a heart attack on the field, got up, wanted to walk off the pitch. They rolled him off. As soon as he got into the tunnel, dead. I, and that's what was going through my mind with Christian Eriksen on Saturday was, man, if the pictures are true and his eyes were open coming off the pitch, great, but this isn't over yet. You never know. I mean, he went into cardiac arrest. Yeah, I, would, I waited until I read the articles that he, he sent a message to his teammates and yeah. stuff that I was like, all right, he's talking, he's, oh, he's going. You, you, and, you, and you just got to thank that medical staff and, and my the God. trainers and everyone, the team doctors who responded. The CPR and then the defibrillations within minutes. Like that, that saved his life. A minute 48 it was the time that they started CPR. If they didn't, yep. which sound may sound like a long time, but usually if you're out doing something, you collapse. Takes people a long well, time to figure out what's going on. Takes people time to check on you. They were able to get that CPR started pretty quick. Um, did, did you see Christian Erickson collapse? How did you consume it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You know what 
What you just said brought me back to something that I sort of went back to throughout the weekend. So, And I promise this is not because it's a totally inappropriate time to do so. This is not a flex in any way, okay? But I, my hobby, my workout hobby is running and long distance running. And uh, like on Saturdays, I like to run the equivalent of like a half marathon. I want to run the Miami Marathon coming up uh, in the spring. And... That made me wonder about what happened if, because I run at like 5 in the morning, 5.30 in the morning. There's nobody around. What happens if something like that, and Christian Erickson's 29 years old. That's one of the jarring parts, too, is that a 29-year-old elite athlete should not be having a heart attack and going into cardiac arrest on the pitch, right? So what happens if me at 36, I just have a heart arrhythmia, because that's what they believe may have happened. We're going to try and have someone from Jupiter Medical Center on here tomorrow to talk about what exactly happened to Christian Erickson. But what happens if that happens to me? Like, there's no defibrillator around. There's no anyone around. There's no one to deliver CPR unless I get lucky and someone stumbles on me. But then you've also got to depend on that person actually wanting to help you. Yep. Like, and it, it made me think, God, how delicate is everything? If it can happen to 29-year-old elite athlete, what about regular person just running on a Saturday? Yeah, you, you would need to have the right person find out. That's why they should train everyone in CPR. As many people, that's one thing I actually miss that I'm not coaching is that I haven't gotten my CPR training this yeah. year. But I've done it so many past years that I think I would be okay. Let me ask you about that from a high school level, like high school football in particular. Yep. But you've been around plenty of other high school sports. Yep. Like You have to have a defibrillator on site now, right? Yeah, on site, everywhere. It's, uh, they're spread throughout the campus. And you have to have it on any game day. You have to have it on site. And it needs to be close enough to practice to be able to get it. And those things now I feel like are pretty self-explanatory. You don't like- do anything. That You open the box and it tells you what to do. It says take out pads. Unpeel pads. Yeah. Place pads on. Back away. And it senses if you've backed away or not. And it says, now shocking in three, two, one. So you don't do anything but exactly what the voice in the box tells you to do. Yeah. And you can bring people back to life. It's just scary. Like, and you don't want to think about it too much because you don't want to <laughs> create a, a mental crisis for yourself. Um, because that's a real. It, it's really easy to get existential when you see something like that happen and try to apply it to yourself. Like that, I was watching, and I I really thought he was gone, yeah. and I couldn't believe that. I mean, he was the, the 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 Denmark doctor yesterday speaking to the media the first time said that he was gone. When they got to him, he was gone. And fortunately, it took one shock to at least get his heart back to a point where blood was pumping again. But he was gone. I mean, ugh, man. Uh, so, but, what a, but again, what a job! What yeah, a job I mean, that's heroic stuff. Team. That is totally heroic stuff. And the game was delayed, obviously. They restarted the game later in the night. Not sure if that should have taken place. And now you're finding out more about UEFA, who runs this tournament. They gave the Denmark team an ultimatum. You can restart this game later in the night. You can play tomorrow, or you can take a 3 nothing forfeit. So that's going to become a major sense of controversy. Finland win? ended up winning. Um, the Finns scored a goal. They that's didn't celebrate anything. That is not uh, Christian Eriksson's team. And so now there's a lot of discussion. Why did UEFA force them to play? Couldn't they have played it at another time? They didn't have to play it Sunday. They didn't have to play it Saturday night. So that's about to be a major discussion as well. But during the delay of the match, and this was hours and hours and hours, the Finnish fans and the Denmark fans were nonstop chanting Christian Eriksson's name. The Finns would yell Christian. The Dens, uh, the Danes would yell Eriksson. And that is our EDS air conditioning cool moment of the weekend. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. 
cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. And let's hear what it sounded like again in Copenhagen after thousands thought they had seen Christian Eriksen die on the field. Finnish fans and uh, Denmark fans with this. And so that went on and on That's through cool. hours there. And uh, I know I get made fun of for being a soccer guy, but that right there is one of the reasons why soccer is awesome. Because amidst tragedy like that, something like that is done, and it makes you feel better about humanity uh, as a whole. Uh, Did I, the fans? <laughs> this is so not important, but uh, now I need to know. Did they have to leave? Did they come back? No, they stayed in the stadium the whole time. This whole the whole time they stayed in the stadium. Man, the vendors must have really been happy about that. I knew you were going to say that. I mean, think about that. The beer flowing at that <sighs> game. Woo! Capitalism coquel strikes again. Uh, when we return, I was trying to be a good human throughout portions of the weekend, and neither time did I actually pull off the quest, which probably says a little bit about me as a human. I'll explain to you what happened. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.